Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 246 of the What Up Though podcast. Yes, sir. Had a week off last week because of the uh, vice president debate, but we back in this bitch. What did you think of the debate last week? I thought the vice president debate. So, like, let's frame it against what we thought it was going to be like. Because, so, I know we were saying uh, the whole time that Kamala Harris was going to watch Mike Pence, which uh, I wouldn't say she did. Um, I I would say... Oh, go ahead. No, I would say uh, that was the definite uh, the thoughts I had, um, and I don't think I don't think she watched them. Although I, I I will say that I thought that she was a favorite, and and you probably agree with this too. Part of her being a favorite is because of him just being just flat out fucking rude, um, but being mm-hmm. kind of eloquent with it. Weirdly, if that makes sense. Yeah, like no, he wasn't no, a to- he wasn't cool. total Trump asshole, but he was the moderator still wasn't shit. Like they're 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 still zero for two with moderators for these uh, debates. Um, yeah, I I, I I I'd agree with that. I, I I didn't think she watched them mainly because there were there were there was a moment probably toward the beginning where probably a good thirty minutes or so where I thought he was doing an act- actually doing a pretty good job. And you have to bear in mind that when I'm watching these debates, I'm not watching it to see, you know, who's who's telling the truth more or anything like that. I'm more watching to see who is doing what is best to help them uh, present their best case to, to the people watching. And there were time there was a time for about 30 minutes where I thought Mike Pence was kind of rolling. Like oh, he, he was. He absolutely up. was. He absolutely was rolling. Yeah, he was. Right. Com- so, he, he, he was, was confident. Points. He was confident yes, he was in confident. his shit. Whether it was mm-hmm. fucking flat out lie or not, <laughs> he was. He was really confident. Um, he didn't. He didn't react to. He didn't react to her. The thing she was saying that he disagreed with, you know. And I don't know how that. Mm-hmm. And so that that's that's inter- It's interesting because I don't. I, and I haven't asked that. I probably should have looked looked at different tweets and just maybe just asked a couple of people. Period. But I was talking to someone at work, and they were saying how the reactions from Kamala seemed kind of off. Like she just seemed really frustrated with the shit he was saying. And so I took that as a knock on Kamala. Like. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, do other people feel that way? Like she would make clear facial expressions when, when, when Pence was on some bullshit or whatever. And so I'm just wondering for people, especially. And I think I, I, and he wasn't white, uh, by the way. But I want to do white people see her as like having this is the black woman with attitude who's re- yes. re- reacting to shit, you know. And so I wonder yes, how does that play? Do. I wonder how does that play in a white community? Well, more specifically, the right wing white community on, you know, her reactions and stuff like that. So that's the that's the perfect point, because that 
that's that's kind of the point that I was gonna make. I was gonna say the same thing. Like, so if you have, um, so let let's say she's that that black woman with attitude, right? You as as black people will watch it and be like, oh man, she's going off, ha 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 ha. But that is not how you win a debate. That's not necessarily that's not gonna go over well with the white population who already is aching to paint her as a ghetto, angry black woman. So like that whole thing where she was like, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking like that whole thing that to me, I thought that was bad. So like for on the purpose, for the purpose of like me as a person. And I didn't think, and I didn't think that was bad, but I'm I'm more curious that you explain though. I thought it was bad for her in the sense of, of, of trying to, because your whole goal in these debates is to, you, you, you want to potentially, I mean, a best case scenario, maybe you could pull over, uh, of, you know, voters from the other guy. But mainly you're working to uh, pull in undecided voters. Because, I mean, the people who are Mike Pence fans, they're not going to watch that and be like, oh, man, or, or Trump fans, they're going to watch that and be like, oh, now I'm voting for Biden. That's not going to happen. But it's the people who are like on the fringe that you want to you wanna rope in. And I felt like the whole I'm talking thing was gonna would come off to those people as that 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 attitude black woman. And I don't think that helps her. I think she and and but then I also acknowledge though that that's not fair in that oh if if that had been a white woman and she did the exact same thing, it would have been fine. But like oh, Elizabeth Warren could have Elizabeth Warren could have totally pulled that off, and then no one would have batted an eye. No, and it would have been and it would have been dope. Everybody would be like, oh shit, she went after him. She went after him, and in the same way that we do it for her, for Kamala. But like in the overall sense, like I didn't personally have a problem with it. I didn't because I mean, shit, the niggas interrupt and tell them shut the fuck up. I don't personally have a problem with it, but I'm I'm coming from a place where I'm thinking there's already going to be people who can't wait, who are clamoring to paint her as angry black woman with attitude. So when you come up with that, I'm talking, I'm talking, it came off like it came it, to those people, I should say, it would, it probably would come off as like condescending and uh, like, like, like black woman with attitude. And I felt like she doesn't need to, she doesn't need me, you and black Twitter going, yes, we already vote for that nigga. She needs the people, the, those right wing white people or, middle middle ground moderate white people to be like okay i can fuck with her but if both people are talking calmly and they're not doing what happened in the presidential debate and you have one of those parties a black woman who people are already going to be inclined to treat to to take a black woman's performance in a in a in a i don't want to say necessarily a negative way but like they're looking for things that will support their their feelings on on what a black woman is like, because especially because they're thinking like chances are this this black woman is gonna be president. So like <laughs> you know they want to they're already gonna be looking for that kind of shit. So I felt like her giving them that that little bit of sass. I felt like that wasn't really a good look for her because like that that's not gonna help her win over any other people. And the people like us who enjoy it, we're already gonna vote for her anyway. So that that's why I said like well not vote for her, but you know what I mean. So that's why I feel like that wasn't necessarily a good move for her. 
but I haven't heard anything about it, so maybe I was wrong. But I mean, I, I, <laughs> but that I, was my I, thought I, in the moment. I mean, based on that perspective, which I'm not, I, I don't disagree with how people may have perceived it, but it's almost a lose lose because if you don't assert yourself, you're going to get walked over. But if she does, I don't know if there's too many ways she could have done it where it would have came off as just her trying to assert that her time is her time. Because as we mm -hmm. saw with, you know, Biden and Trump, that shit was just fucking everywhere. And so I think they they both had to try to focus on trying to uh, keep their points going. And I, and I do think that Pence did a hell of a fucking job of of communicating his points. Like you say, it's not necessarily if the points were valid or the, the points are, you know, uh, stronger than hers. It's just making it clear and getting to his supporters. Cause I, I don't, I don't know if it's too many, I don't know how much people are going to win get be won over by Pence at this point. But I think Kamala had the challenge of trying to win when people over still, you know, there's still, you know, a lot of black people who, who reference her, her, her time as a uh, prosecutor and stuff like that. And, uh, and so forth. And so people are looking, she's looking to potentially win more people over. And like I say, mm -hmm. it's kind of a, it's almost a lose lose from that perspective. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like she, there's, I don't know how much she could have really said that was going to help because one, like I said earlier, the moderator's trash. They're not doing shit. Uh, all, she, all, <laughs> all she kept saying is, thank you, Vice President. And he, and he, it, it was almost like she was saying nothing. And he just kept going. I, I, I think that if they don't get a fucking mute fucking button, there's no, there's no way to control these people because they're trained to do that. There, there's a term for that. I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's a term that you pretty much block that out until you finish your point, no matter who fucking telling you to stop talking. And so they plan to do that shit. Every time you, I mean, I it, it doesn't take anybody special to, to, to look at it and realize that they are purposely getting their points across and they're going to not, they're not going to stop until, you know, they finish it. And I will say that Kamala definitely respected it more. Uh, but then, and then it seemed like the moderator almost, you know, tried to control Kamala more because she was more willing to, to not go over her time as much as, as, as Pence was. It wasn't the, 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 the clusterfuck of the uh, presidential debate, but it still was kind of off. Like I said, the moderator wasn't really doing shit to, to help the cause. So. Yeah, and, and, and you also have to wonder too, like if, if Kamala was consistently going over her time, what impact that would have had? Because like the, the, the perception of the debate, at least from, from black Twitter perspective, is that Kamala watched them. And it's not about, winning a debate is not about the person that you like saying things you agree with and the person you don't like saying things you don't agree with. Like if that's how you determine who won the debate or not, that's that's not how you win. That's just that's just you agreeing with one person more than the other. So like, I almost feel like Kamala possibly should have risked being a little bit more aggressive with um, of of getting her point across and not worrying about the time as much because the way it looked the way it looked is like okay from our perspective again as black folks we ain't fucking with Trump and Pence. So anything they do, we're like fuck them. And anything Kamala does, we're like, all right, cool. But 
at the end of the day, Mike Pence, and this is why I think that he did better than people give him credit for, even though it was annoying, was like in the presidential debate, that was just a clusterfuck. Uh, they just arguing. There was no organization. Nothing was happening. And but this what what Biden does, I mean, what Pence does is like kind of the same thing, but in a much calmer and reserved and professional way. Like there was a moment where he was asked a question and the moderator is like, blah, 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 question. You have two minutes, Vice President Pence, blah, 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 blah. And then he addressed something that Kamala Harris said prior for his entire two minutes. He did, he did it a few like, times. Yeah, but like, like, there, but there was one time in particular where he he spent the whole two minutes talking about whatever she had said, and then at the end of the two minutes, like he's like he said something like now to address blah 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 whatever the question was, and then right after he said that she was like oh, two minutes are up or whatever, and then he fully answered the question. Yep, like it was almost like an additional two minutes. It was, and, and so and Kamala like, was okay. not getting her time. I mean, equal time because he was addressing past shit and then addressing the full. So he was going over his time. And I'm like, he shouldn't even be addressing shit now. That should just be a question. He he just lost, but he kept fucking right. doing it. <laughs> right. And but my point is that he kept doing it. And ultimately, what that allowed him to do was to address her and to still make his point. So mm -hmm. whether it's the wrong thing to do or not, it happened and it worked to the Because advantage. he did it exactly. So exactly, it worked. It was he did it. It worked, and he wasn't stopped. So, at the end of the day, whether it's right, wrong, lies, truth, whatever, it doesn't matter because he was able to do what he wanted to do. Check her on whatever it was that he wanted to check her on, and then say his whole thing. So, like, to me, I look at it like I'm not looking at it like, okay, was that the right thing to do? Oh no, it wasn't. Then he lost the debate. No, I'm looking at it like. Did he do, did each person achieve, achieve the goals that they had coming into that debate? And I feel like Mike Pence probably did. And like the, had, the more we talk about moment, it, but... the more we talk about it, I feel like he may edge her with the debate based on that. Because he was he, fully able to respond to what she said prior and still respond to the question. And so there was nothing left out. Like he got his shit across damn near right. every time. Right. She made the most of the time that she had and she nailed him and Trump on a lot of great points, which is and, and she kept her composure and she did the right thing, which at the end of the day is why I do still feel like she won the debate. But as far as like watching Mike Pence goes, I feel like Mike Pence did what he needed to like. He walked away from that he debate fairly fucking well. what he wanted to do. Yep. Yes, he did fairly fucking well. And I feel like Kamala could have benefited more from either calling out that stuff openly going like like because that's what i would have done i'd have been like okay so he got two minutes to not address the question and then an additional two minutes to address the question and you didn't even do anything like you just let him talk so like i like i would put that out there because now it's like okay now the, now now the whole world is faced is forced to face the fact that he did that and then i would also i probably would have done the same thing at that point i'm like okay so we're not if, I, I, and I would have openly put it out there. I'm like, so if we're not going to acknowledge the timeliness no more. Is it fine if I take two minutes to not answer the question and then take two minutes additional two to answer the question? Like I'm, nah, I'm putting all that out that, there. That would so have been, that that been a it. great thing to say. Now I know you listen to a lot more uh, political podcasts than I do. Did anyone address that point? Because mm -mm. I didn't. No one that I uh, listened to addressed that. 
No, no one, no one did. And I, I think that's just, and that's why I said like, that's just my perspective, and that's why I didn't say anything because I didn't feel like arguing with niggas on online. No, but, but that, like that, I saw so many people that was like, Kamala watched him. Yeah, yeah like, not like, Kamala really. watched him. I'm like, I don't think she did. Not really, I think she because debate. But she I don't may think have she watched them. Yeah, I don't. She definitely didn't watch them. And and the more I think about it now, it may be a lot closer than people really think. And I think people are, people are. It's kind of like your favorite teams. You never want to see them lose and shit. And so you know, you you mm-hmm. you uh, you're 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 biased, and you can't be biased with shit like this. A win is a win. Good points are good points, and. Whether we agree with his points, he was able to fully communicate all of them without losing time, and and he didn't do it like Trump does it. No, he so should. he does, he did. So at no point did he look like a fucking raving lunatic. <laughs> so like that that helped him too. The only thing, the only thing, which this might be my favorite part of both the debates was that goddamn fly on his head, man. <laughs> God, that like between that and that first debate where I was talking about where the moderator was like, <laughs> the moderator just told Trump like, "I'm gonna ask you questions. You you can say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care." And then, you go do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he just gave up like that part. But then like that fly, because like the <laughs> the fact that it wasn't moving, dog, like it just stayed there long as shit. And he I, didn't do nothing. The moderator didn't say shit. Kamala Harris didn't say shit. I'm sitting there like, am I the only person seeing this? Bro, <laughs> I, I had my Twitter feed up. And all of a sudden, I'm, I mean, I'm watching it and I'm looking. And I was like, the fly, the fly. What the fuck? Is that a fly? What, why is the fly there? The fly. And then maybe three minutes later, a fucking fly Twitter account is out there. And yeah, <laughs> it's classic shit, dog. Classic fucking shit. <laughs> The, I, I, it was so, it was so, it was there for so long and didn't move that I questioned whether or not it was a fly. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe it's not a fly. Like maybe something fell off the ceiling or something. Cause I'm like, it's not moving. He's not reacting to it. No one's saying anything. I'm like, what is this dog? I'm like, man, that fly dog, that should have me crying laughing man. dog. I think the best, the best thing I saw, you know, a lot of people making takes and, you know, different shits and zoom in or something like that. But so, did you see the one where when they zoomed in on it, it was a fucking fly dancing, drinking a fucking cranberry uh, juice bottle? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like that one guy. <laughs> like my man with the Fleetwood, man. Fleetwood Mac song and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and then I, I saw another one where it was like, uh, my favorite one was one where it was like zoomed in on a fly that was sitting on a leaf and it had a microphone up to his mouth. And it was just uh, like, yeah, I just got yeah. tired of hearing all the lies. <laughs> Like man, and then did you see it was a fly on uh, Amy Coney Barrett's shoulder or some shit? No, I didn't see that. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a picture. I didn't see it because I didn't watch it, but like I saw a picture on Twitter, and somebody was like, "It's the same fucking fly!" Exclamation point. (laughs) Bro, man, uh, I could not get over that fucking fly, dog. That that was the funniest shit. I'm like, what? Like, man, 2020 has just been so fucking ridiculous, dog. Like. Man, that presidential debate and then that goddamn fly. <laughs> Man. <laughs> there was something else that happened in that debate, too, that I thought was uh, noteworthy, but I can't remember what it was right now. Like, I feel like he, I feel like Pence, uh, I feel like Pence said something wild or something. I don't, I don't know, man. There was something else that happened that I thought was no- noteworthy, but I can't remember it anymore. 
Yeah, so speaking of the fly and, and the fly drinking the cranberry juice, so that comes from a guy on TikTok who was, I think he was skating, drinking the cranberry yeah, I think he was juice. On a skateboard or something. Skateboard, uh, listening to Fleetwood Mac. And they say that because of that fucking clip, uh, there was like plus 8 million plus streams of that fucking song in the last two weeks and shit. So I have not actually watch that clip with the sound on so like i didn't even know that there was some and i've been wondering why i've been seeing so much about fleetwood mac on twitter like that's also and 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 this is already this this irritated me but one of the tweets i saw was like y'all just now heard about fleetwood mac i've seen that i've seen that shit a few times i'm like oh y'all gonna do this that's good and i'm like you know what i know y'all gonna do this because this is what y'all do y'all do shit like mm -hmm. this one, yeah, right. I, I can't recall purposely ever listening to a Fleetwood Mac song. I know the guy's great. I know that they, they, they do music. He, that's cool. I can't recall ever listening to one on purpose. And I didn't know the fucking song. I didn't know who the fuck it was. And I'll, I'll I, be I, that person. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. But there's, there's a possibility that if someone played me a Fleetwood Mac song, I would recognize it. Like, oh, I've heard that song before. Yeah. Even that's not for sure. It's a possibility. But there is a 100, there's no chance that I would listen to a song and go, oh, that's Fleetwood Mac. Nope. There's, I could, I could not tell you, I could, I wouldn't have told you that was Fleetwood Mac. No, yeah, I don't know yet. what song it, now, I, well, now I want to listen to the song. <laughs> See, I mean, watch I'm curious to hear, the, the I'm curious to hear the whole song now, but just curious because it's been out, but eh, yeah, but I've seen that. I've seen someone do a post and it was like, FYI, I knew this song before it's popular. Ha ha. Like, why do people feel like they want to do, I don't understand. What do you get out of that? I don't know. Like, that's not even something to be proud of. Like, oh, so you heard a Fleetwood Mac song before Black Twitter did? Congratulations. Like, right. as if Black Twitter gives a fuck about Fleetwood Mac. Like, I mean, you know, he, he, say, he seems like a nice guy. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so uh, sidebar, I am drinking... Uh, a bourbon whiskey called Bro Brothers. Are you familiar with it? No. Did you hear my question? I, I'm sorry. No, I didn't hear your question. Is Fleetwood Mac a person? Like <laughs> one individual? Or is it a group? I thought it, I always assumed it was a group. So, it's funny is you it say a, that. Is it one man? Well, short answer is that I don't know at this moment. I was about to hit search. But as I was... Uh, as I said, you know, I said something in in re reference to him, and but I've always thought it was a group. And as I just searched, Fleetwood Mac is a band. So. Oh, it is a group. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that I was, was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like five, five or so people. Um, but yeah, I had I have I was definitely not not familiar with much of Fleetwood, and I haven't looked them up either uh, until this actual moment. So um, if Monotone listens, is still listen to our podcast, he'll probably flame. Flame us at some point. Um, How? I, 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 I expect to know who the fuck Fleetwood Mac is. I, I, I would <laughs> bet you he would. I would bet you he would. How, okay. How how could he possibly say like I can't believe y'all don't know who Fleetwood Mac? Okay, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. It's not like we talking about Outcast or some shit. <laughs> like, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not even saying this. They even from here. I'm not I just even, look, I look at their Wikipedia page. They ain't even from here. I'm not even saying it's logical. I'm just saying I, I see it happening. And but I, I heard of none of these people in the group. 
Mick Man. Fleetwood, Christine McVie, John McVie. Okay, wait, no, I've heard of Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Stevie Nicks. And Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham. And I'm not, and I, and I, and I wasn't gonna be that person that posts some shit like, "Am I the only person who's not familiar with Leo Mac?" Because I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the, I, I don't want no fucking award for not knowing who the fuck Fleetwood Mac is either. But I definitely was not familiar. Didn't know the song, and oh, the song was called Dreams. Okay, didn't, and I didn't know that to currently just a second ago. <laughs> That's what the, know song, what the was. song was. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Um, I'm gonna find that and listen to it so I can see if I recognize it. I bet I don't though. <laughs> nah, I, I know I didn't. Uh, but yeah, so I'm drinking this uh, bourbon by these uh, three black guys from down south called Bro Brothers. B R B R O U. What a creative name! Yeah, bros. Oh, oh okay. bros. I'm not B R O. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. I mean that's probably. I mean, I mean that's the, the the name. I mean the pronunciation is bro, but you know b r b r u g h brothers. Uh, and, <laughs> damn redundant ass name. Right. So. Uh, oh, maybe their last name is b r o u g h. Like maybe it's like three brothers and their name is b r o u g h, and that's why they called it that. I feel like it's not, but I feel like it was just brothers. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing, but I just, I'm like, bro, brothers. I thought it was BRO, and I'm like, man, that's redundant. <laughs> I'm on their website right now just to try to look because I'm curious. And they're, yeah, so uh, they're, they're, their last name is definitely not bro. Oh, it's Yarbrough. So oh, yeah, it, so, it, it's bro, but with Yar at the end. Okay, so, okay. so uh, yeah, so, so they probably did that on purpose then. Okay, that's like fair. oh, we can call ourselves Bro Brothers. Like okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So anyway, I had uh, Terry grab me two bottles when he was down south because that's the only place you can get it. They don't have nowhere up and up up in our area. Yeah. So what I will say is that I feel like it just needs more time. It just tastes like it's really really young and it's maybe potentially premature, like as a whiskey that's not all the way there yet. It's not terrible, but it's just not like great. It's not. It's almost okay. Hmm. How'd you find out about that? Uh, I think my wife had sent me a link one time. Um, she just randomly on Facebook seeing shit, and then I started researching them, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I wanted to find it, couldn't find it. Now I'm going to um, Tennessee during Thanksgiving, and so I was like, "I'll just grab some when I go down there." But when Terry was down, when he was talking about asking one anything, I'm like, if you can find that, grab it for me. So, yeah, uh, okay. but it's cool. Um, <laughs> I feel like I want. I got two bottles. I feel like I want to open both of them and let some air in them, and then just let them sit for a while. Um, that might be a good idea. So I may open the other one, let get some air, and uh, let that one and do that. But I will say, I got this one. I, uh, I started liking uh, Woodford Reserve a lot more lately. I remember when I first tried it, I didn't like it at all. But they have a double oak uh, one. It's like a 90 proof. And that is really fucking good. I had it in uh, Pittsburgh this past weekend in the old fashion. And it was fucking awesome. So. Mm, okay. So, uh, so, so speaking of Pittsburgh, so. Pittsburgh ended up happening because I ended up end up going there to meet up with some cigar people that I've been like tweeting with and, and chatting with for like the last six, eight months and shit. So mm-hmm. 
one of the guys, and so they uh, go by uh, the group is uh, the Herf Society, and one of the guys was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna think about going to heat." Now he's in D.C. He's like, he had tweeted about going to going to Pittsburgh, and I was like, "Well, shit, let me see how far that drive." And that shit was four and a half. I was like, "Bet." So it was about end up being about six. End up being about seven of us that met up, and we had never met each other previous. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Pittsburgh is dope. Uh, they got a uh, cool food there. Uh, they have an area that kind of reminds you of like Greek town with a lot of different uh, stores and, and restaurants and shit like that. Uh, the cigar uh, um, culture there is pretty dope. So I went, got a chance to go to Leaf and Bean, which is, you know, the folks to make Island Gym. Mm-hmm and all the yep. oscars and shit like that so that was cool mm-hmm. i was hoping i didn't would have actually been there but he wasn't um but the uh, but the, the lounge is pretty dope they got a, a big outside area and mm-hmm. shit and uh so forth so that was cool got a chance to go to davidoff's uh uh bar and that was pretty dope um it's real high end and shit they got like you know 30 foot ceilings and all kind of crazy shit um and then i, I went to this one Cigar Lounge called Sassy's, and it's a, a black chick owns that, and that was pretty dope too. So, definitely want to go back. I, I got a couple of pictures on my drone that was kind of cool. I didn't get a chance to do much of that, but um, got some cool pics. You know, met, met some cool people, and you know, especially with COVID, it's just weird and shit. Just actually going somewhere. The first time I've been somewhere other than going to my in laws since COVID hit. Um, but you know, we was able to you know be in small groups and not have to worry about, you know, a lot of people and shit like that. So Pittsburgh has this weird rule that if you're drinking, you have to have food in front of you. Oh, fuck. So when it first happened, it was I was at Davidoff's uh, bar, Cigar Lounge, and I thought it was just some uppity shit they were doing. But it turns out every other place I ate at, if you, if you, if you were drinking, you had to have food in front of you. Have no idea mm. why that rule is the rule. But, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was some odd shit. Um, the last odd thing, and I don't say odd, but it's just white people just be doing white shit, Doug. So, <laughs> are you familiar? Yes, are, you fam- are you familiar with the restaurant Capital Grill? Uh, no. So it's like a high end steak steak spot. Uh, it kind of reminds you of like a, a Roof Chris or some other shit like that, Morton's, Fleming's, shit like that. And so one of the it's guys, kind of a knockoff Coney, Coney that would be in the suburbs. <laughs> oh no, it was it was way way high end, but I, I can get the name, yeah, because it is a grill, something like that. So I, I get that. <laughs> but uh, one of the guys who was uh, he's actually a uh, he has a cigar company called Prohibition Cigars, which are, those are pretty good. He somehow knows someone at the one in Jacksonville where he lives that owns or runs it. And so he ended up getting them to give us a table outside. And this is the first time they've had people dine outside and we were able to smoke cigars and shit. Hmm, And the the outside is imagine a restaurant on like Congress and Shelby. And there's a table outside with red rope around it. That's essentially what we did. So oh, like, wait, I saw that. The yeah, picture you sent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's essentially what it was. What was hmm. so fucking irritating? Oh, the food was good. Cigars were great. All that good time. Drinks was good. But, <clears throat> excuse me, three or four times, white people walked up, like, and asked either 
were we Steelers or basketball players? Like regular wow. black people just can't fucking dine to have a fucking good time without having to be a fucking celebrity. Like that shit, the first time it was funny, the other two times was just way too annoying. Like, why mm-hmm. did, what what makes you say some shit like that? And that's probably because people don't get punched in the face enough. That's definitely why. She was just <laughs> and I was just like, no, we just can't. I mean, you just you just can't be regular motherfuckers and just have a good time and do some shit y'all ain't doing. And because of that. I have to fucking make an absorbent amount of money versus just being do regular they not, folks. Do they not have black people in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Like, uh, maybe it's because y'all had that table outside, so they were like, oh, these niggas special. Maybe the table outside, but still, though, like, but even if you thought it, what makes you go up to somebody you and still, ask them? Yeah. <laughs> I was still about to say, yeah, even if you think it, you still shouldn't ask it, so. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you see a bunch of white people sitting out there. I'm not going to say, all right, but you pay for the fucking pirates? Like, what the fuck you do? <laughs> you know? Man, we should we should do shit like that. Because that, yeah. that's, not, that's not unique to you. Like, I'm sure there are plenty no, of black people all. who walk around as tall and get asked if they basketball players. And, oh, do you know this basketball player? Or, you know, like, I'm sure that happens all the time to us and never happens to white people. Like we just I don't do that. that. I don't, I don't think that happens. I don't think <laughs> you see a, a a big white group of people sitting doing some like extravagant shit, and we go over there and say, "Do you play for the Tigers?" You know what I'm saying, or some other crazy shit. Like, no, I don't think that shit happens, man. No, that don't happen, but it should. It should just because it's just stupid. Like, why can't we be fucking dentists and doctors? Why couldn't we? We've been fuck whatever the fucking case. We got to be out here dribbling a ball or throwing a fucking ball. Hmm. Ridiculous. Have fun, though, you man. You pay for the wings? <laughs> right. You pay for the wings. <laughs> She's like, nah, we just got out. This is our parole party, bitch. Move on. <laughs> I want to go back to this uh, you got to have food in front of you if you drink it thing, though. Because, like, the, logistically, that seems weird. Like, so, like, do they have bars or do they only serve alcohol at restaurants? Because if you had a bar... And it's like most bars don't even have like seating for everybody that could be at a bar. Most people are at bars standing up, like so, just the wall, whatever. So I you got two hundred people in a bar. Everybody got food. I didn't go like, to a. I didn't go to any regular bars while I was there. So the only place I was was at cigar lounges. So I didn't. So I didn't get a chance to test that theory somewhere. It just it, it, like it was a regular bar. So that I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I thought it was like some high end bullshit that like Davidoff was doing because. The rule was if you finish your food and they took your food away, you can have another drink until you have food in your front of you in, in front of you again. But they just let that shit slack. Cause we shit, I, I mean, I spent like $150 between drinks and cigars and shit. And the food was cheap. So I mean, I think I had a BLT because I already ate. So I had a BLT. So that was like five dollars. So it was like a sandwich and some chips and shit. So it was like it wasn't like they were pushing expensive ass foods for you to have to eat. You know what I mean? Okay. So it it I didn't, you know, I can say, you know, it would have been some bullshit. Like, I got to have some $25 ass food when I ain't really hungry just so I could drink here, you know. Even then, even if I had to have one $25 item, I'd still be fine with that. But I wouldn't want to, I'd want to have that where it's like, okay, I got food. Now let me drink how I want to drink. Like, so the, the whole thing of like, oh, if the food, if they take the food away and you done, you can't get another drink. That'd piss me off. So I'd have just been like, all right. So that was the, the, and the, the thing was thing on the menu, and I'm gonna yeah. sit it right here in front of me. I'm not even gonna fuck eat it. And, but the, bar, <laughs> the bartender was the, the waiter and bar, that was cool because it was. Cause I was about to finish 
what I had, he was like, you should probably just leave that so there's no issues with other the management and shit. I was like, all right, man, whatever. I had like a bite left on my fucking BLT and I had some chips. I'm just like, all right, man. <laughs> but other places no, I went. That's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, but I just kind of forgot. I was like, let me finish the rest of this piece. And he's like, no, 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 you should probably leave that. I'm like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I went to this other other spot, um, this brunch spot, because we were meeting up uh later. And so I was like, let me eat first. And I didn't drink anything there. It was, I mean, not that it, not that having a drink at eleven thirty on a um a Saturday has ever uh not happened, but I wasn't I just really wanted some food because I was starving. But she's like, yeah, if you want a drink. And I was like, I really I really didn't want anything, but I'm just like, fuck. Same fucking situation. And that's how I figured out. I'm like, oh, this is what y'all do and shit. But yeah, that was really weird. And like I say, I didn't go to any other like straight bars because they probably went, we were just, it was places to smoke at. So, hmm. but yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy interesting. A good way to get me to not even go there. <laughs> yeah. I, I can I'm drink a- way more than I can eat. And I can eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, I smoked so many fucking cigars though, man. That that weekend, I did. I did. I smoked at least seven to eight cigars Saturday that Saturday. Uh, and in was just, one day. Yeah, I had about seven. About seven, seven to eight. eight? Cigars. Oh. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I could fade that many. Man, it, it, it was spaced out over time though. I mean, from like, I, I think I had a my first cigar was like eleven forty five, and I think my last cigar was probably about. 11 at night or something like that. Um, well, and it was, and I, it was, I guess even longer than that. 12 and hours. It was, yeah. And it was three different, di- different places. So I went back to Leaf and Bean. Then we went and tried out the Sassy's place. Then when we had, we was at Capitol Grill, we, uh, we had cigars and the guy who runs a uh, cigar. Um, I, I have, I think I have a couple of cigars from him. I'll let you uh, try it. But he had, he was letting us try, um, some new blends that he had and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Um, and he's doing, um, so I don't know if you, are you familiar with the, uh, the uh, former football player, Eric Metcalf? Yeah. Well, so the name sounds, the name rings a bell. I'm not putting a face to it right now, but I know yeah. I know the name. But he's a black guy. He's a cigar smoker, and he's uh, he's coming out with a line of cigars. So he let us try some of the cigars that's going to be for his line and stuff. So oh, okay. that was so that was pretty cool. So, but yeah, overall good trip, man. Nice drive. I mean, by the time you you get tired of driving, you're kind of there. And like I said, it's only like four and a half hours. So I'm I took off. For, that's short. So I think when people think Philly, they think uh, I mean Pennsylvania, they think Philly. And Philly mm-hmm. is the long drive. Philly is like eight, eight and a half hours. But Pittsburgh hmm. is just like once you cross over to uh, Pennsylvania, it's like 45 minutes in. Yeah, I would still think there. that you couldn't get the I would still think you wouldn't be able to get to Pennsylvania that fast, but I don't know. Cause I because I, I know Pennsylvania is like I guess the I guess the what's fucking me up is that I'm failing to take into account that yeah, no, I guess that does make sense. I mean, it's yeah, right on the other side of Ohio, does. so. Cause, uh, cause yeah, that's what I was like, yeah, I guess it kind of does make sense, yeah. So you take the turnpike, you know, 80, 90, and you go, like, under Cleveland, past Sandusky, and then, you know, you hit you hit Pennsylvania border. So so on the way back, I was leaving. Tony hit me up, like, hey, can you pick up this beer for me? And it's uh, this Yingling Hershey beer he wanted to try. I think he posted it or something. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, send me some address, send me some, and I was going to go try, because I wanted to try to find a, a bottle of Weller um, because I had grabbed some for some guys going there and I didn't, and I wanted one to bring home. So I was like, find me one that's along 80 or 90 or in a zip code because it's one city and I'll try to stop there. So he sends me his addresses. I look at the pictures and I say, okay, I'll try this spot. Man, I'm driving this motherfucking place. I get off of 80 and I'm going through this neighborhood and I'm like, is this a sundown town? Dog, I didn't see no black people. <laughs> the the roads look weird. And it was like, I feel like I'll go see that fucking speeding ass silver car just pull up next to me and shit, dog. <laughs> I put into this sundown town. <laughs> bro, I put up in this store and it's the smallest fucking store ever. It's like, fuck, dude. I mean, it was like a little party store, but it was like super, super small. I walk in and it's like three or four white people. They look at me like, like why is there a slave in the building type shit? <laughs> so I Who don't read this nigga. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I don't see, I don't see any beers. So I'm like, what is this place? I'm like, did he get the address wrong or some shit? And so they had like a deli in the back. So I walk towards the back and I'm asking, I'm like, you know, where's your beer located? Oh, it's in these two coolers. They got these walk-in coolers. And I'm like, I could go in them. Yeah, just because I had to walk past the deli to go to the coolers. And so I go into one cooler and I, I had to close the door behind me. And I'm thinking like, man, they want to lock me in this bitch. Maybe I was going to say they want to lock your ass in there. <laughs> like, yeah, you can go in. <laughs> so <laughs> I go in there. I can't find a beer. I don't see it. And then there's another cooler that's a smaller one. I get out of that one, go into the other one. I don't see it. I'm like, well, fuck. They don't even have it. So I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I had a Hershey beer. He's like, yeah, I got it warm. I'm like, cool. He grabs me, grabbed me a six pack. I'm like, bet and get the fuck out of here. Gets to the counter. Now he's all super friendly. He's not trying to tell me this this terrible ass dyke joke. He's like, uh, what did he say? What do you call what do you call the medicine for a recovering lesbian? And I'm just, I got my mask on, so you really can't see my fucking, you know, face, facial expression. But I'm like, uh, what is it? And what is he called it? Try dick again. <laughs> and then he just bust out laughing. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm laughing I'm because sorry, funny, <laughs> I, I'm laughing. Well, I was just caught up, girl, like, wow, of all things, he just wanted to tell me a random gay joke. But I'm laughing because I don't want no problems in this spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he probably could have told me a nigga joke and I just would have laughed and got the fuck up out of there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I don't want no issues. I need to get the fuck back on 80 to get my to get my ass back home, dog. I'm like, what the fuck? But it turns out the people were actually pretty nice and shit. But it was just like a weird ass country ass town, dog. I'm like, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Tony. Otis got yeah. lynched because he wanted cho- yeah, chocolate beer. for some goddamn chocolate <laughs> beer and shit. So, but yeah, but Pittsburgh was cool, man. Uh, like I said, just being getting out for the first time since COVID and shit, which is kind of odd. But you know, I I felt comfortable driving, not flying, and you know, although what I did dine in at the uh, uh, Davidoff, uh, it was like us. It was like us there, the people who I met up with, and then once it got busy, we just dipped and shit. So. What was the racial makeup of the people that you met up with? Oh, uh, all of them are black, except for one. I think he's like, he may be Puerto Rican, I think. Okay, I was wondering if you had like a, a, a white guy for safety. <laughs> mm. Like, it was no. all, and then you was like, they was all black, except for, I'm like, ah, he had the one safe white guy. 
Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, uh, I think Rican. it's, it's ah. a guy in the actual like the the group or whatever. He didn't come, so it was just uh, just us. Oh, just just it's forty plus forty uh forty year old plus dudes getting out and shit. So they cool people though. So it was a, it was a good time. So glad I got a chance to get the fuck away and shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that uh, once uh, my youngest is a little bit older and she can stay with people. I'm also hoping that they open the border up next week, too. Um, so they do that and we can start having, you know, even if I can, even if we don't go to Canada or like have like uh, my wife's parents watch, you know, watch the girls or something like that. I'm definitely going to try to go somewhere. And I'm like and I mean, like it, it'll be like maybe like a weekend trip, maybe like maybe an extra day or two, you know, take a day or two off work, maybe like the Friday and the Monday and just like, I don't know, go somewhere. Probably like New York or something like that. Since my wife hasn't been there before or, you know, some just something, man, just to, like you said, just to get out and go somewhere different. So hopefully uh, they'll open the border up next week and we can get some babysitters on deck. Yeah. We're, uh, so we're trying to, we're trying, so our anniversary is in two weeks. And so we're trying to, uh, figure out something for the weekend we just go you know get a room somewhere oh jesus christ um get a room somewhere um so we're uh we're considering doing um have you are you familiar with the end of st john and plymouth um no yeah so we're we're uh considering doing that they have a uh they have a hotel connected, they have a nice restaurant and shit like that. We had thought about going on MGM or doing something downtown, but shit just costs so much down there. And I hear the food at NSA John is pretty good. So, okay. so that's the weekend of 24th. So we probably just go up there Saturday and hang out and then just come back Sunday or some shit. So we didn't get a chance to do Hawaii. Ooh. So I guess, you know, that have to uh, have to do and shit. So yeah, we didn't do shit for our anniversary thanks to COVID. So we went to that restaurant in the Renaissance Center, but I'm like, we didn't go anywhere, which was the plan was to go somewhere. So for our five year anniversary, that's that's part of the reason why once this once we get opportunity, I want to go somewhere because we couldn't do to to plan to go to Dubai for your five year anniversary and then end up doing absolutely nothing and not going anywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's a little little defeating. So like, I'd like to go somewhere as somewhere farther than Chicago. So, um, yeah, uh, once, once we get a chance, I want to go somewhere and I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward New York. I just, I would kind of like to go somewhere where I could meet up with some people that I haven't met before, but I'm thinking like, yeah, I, I like, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really, I don't think Sean don't live in Chicago anymore. Do he from Chicago, but he live in Atlanta, right? He's in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I'd want to go to California cause Chaffee out there, Baylor out there. I know some other people out there that I haven't met that I'd like to. Uh, Delvin's in Florida, which is pretty much the only reason I would even go to Florida at this point, because what the fuck with that state? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those are all too far for uh, a quick weekend trip without buying a flight, which I have no interest in doing whatsoever during COVID. So, um, yeah, I, I think a, a, good, a nice drive to New York. I think it's like a it's like a 10 hour drive. So something like that. Yeah. Next, I mean, you know, everything just depends on, you know what I'm saying, how the fuck COVID is going to um, want to be. But um, 
hopefully my next flight end up being like uh um will be in may hopefully when uh weasel fest happens again oh, actually for, happens yeah so if uh if that happens you know and COVID is kind of you know contained you know that's definitely what i want to do so yeah it's looking like uh 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 Conor McGregor has agreed to fight on the on January 23rd, um, and uh, that's the day after my birthday. So, like, I'm think I'm I, this was just announced maybe like like two hours ago. So I haven't had much time to think about it. But I'm like, if that actually happens and they make it official, because he just agreed to it verbally. But like, um, if that officially happens and it's signed and it's for sure, he said he wants to do it in Texas. Um, and he wants to do it at the Cowboy Stadium, which I, I don't think there's any way that – I mean, I guess they could do it, but, like, I, it sounds like his plan is, like, he wants to sell out a football stadium. And I'm like, but I don't I don't see any way in January that all restrictions are lifted and people can go to football stadiums and sit in every seat. I just don't see that happening by January. That's not going to happen, I think, until probably after a vaccine. But – if it doesn't happen and he like, and they have the fight in Vegas or whatever, where they've been having it with no fans, or if they have it somewhere with a few fans, I'll definitely have like a whole, I'm going to have a whole weekend deal for that. Cause I'm like, okay, my birthday, uh, a Conor McGregor fight, like it, that's going to be a weekend right there. So, uh, and I wouldn't be opposed to traveling and going to that fight if possible, but I wouldn't want to, even if it was like, yeah, we're going to have it at a stadium, but it's going to be 25% capacity, I'd still kind of be like, yeah, I don't know if that's worth it. Cause I, I figure if I figure any organization that holds a sporting event with fans at 25% capacity, those 25% people are paying 250% on price. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, I mean, it'll work. Like I mean, if they have it at a stadium that seats a hundred thousand people and they say, okay, 25% capacity, that's still 25,000 people. Mm, <laughs> so, that's still a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking people. So, and and they'll probably, the tickets will probably be double what they would cost normally. Yeah. You I imagine like I, a ringside, a ringside seat to a Conor McGregor fight, but it's at 25% capacity. So there's no one going to be sitting next to you on either side. <laughs> and you got to age. Man, that shit going to cost a thousand at least. For that damn seat. Okay, okay, they go get their money's worth. I mean, as far as the tickets mm-hmm. wise, so you may you may be on the front row, but you probably paying for six tickets normally, or some right. crazy <laughs> shit. The price wise, so <laughs> right, yeah, you got to pay for the seats next to you <laughs> on each side. <laughs> so you got about three tickets <laughs> to sit your one ass. <laughs> so yeah, so I bet they do some shit like that. I don't know. I just don't see myself in any places like big places like that. So I like I I don't understand how movie theaters are going to survive this shit. I don't understand what they're doing now. I don't think they are. I don't I don't I don't think they will. Like I think this needs to end way sooner for a movie theater to survive. Like a couple have gone out of business, and then I read today that AMC is uh, to try to help is offering uh, cheap cheap uh, like buying out the theater so like you can you spend a hundred dollars and you can buy out like the whole theater a hundred dollars yeah wow yep they're like we just need some money 99 dollars but yeah (laughs) 
Somewhere. But I don't know if that, I think that means you buy out like just the theater for like one movie, not the whole building. But like still like a hundred bucks, man. And you can get, uh, you know, 20 people in there or something like that. And just all watch a movie socially distanced and no one else there, but you and your people. I mean, it does sound fun. No, I mean, yeah. I th- yeah. And I agree. It's probably just you buying a hundred dollars for a screen for that movie. Um, yeah, at this point, they probably just want to see some people get some fucking concessions going or something. But I will be watching shit on my TV in the comforts of my home. Yeah. To, to life somehow I'll try to figure shit out. So. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to being able to go back to stuff, but I'm definitely not going to force it. So <laughs> I will continue to wait and chill. It, shit, it's been seven months already. I've been fine waiting some more. Yeah, I could, I could wait. I could wait much longer. The, the winter months are going to be interesting since a lot of places has been, you know, outside dining and shit like that. These winter months could be crazy because shit, a lot of that shit, they supposed to be at less capacity. So I don't know. It'd be interesting how many places actually fucking survived this the fucking winter. I tell you, I'm not going to be yeah. in too many places. That's for fucking sure. Nah, yeah, me neither. But I mean, it's, I think, I think the winter is probably going to be pretty bad, actually. Like, unless the, unless this vaccine pop off, but I don't think this vaccine is going to pop off, you know, in time to affect this winter. But, yeah, they need to get a vaccine popping off before I'm going to be comfortable trying to return to some sort of normalcy. Yeah, we'll see. You got anything else? No, I'm good. All right, well, cool, man. Uh, well, we have, so this is episode 246. We have our 250th coming up soon, so we're going to try to figure out some cool-ass show for you guys, Um, try to figure out details between now and the next four four weeks or so, and uh, try to make something dope, so keep you guys posted. Yeah, hopefully something interactive, too, where uh, some of you guys can call in or, or hang out or whatever, so yeah, figure something out, but you know, we did something for 50. Um, I think we did uh, we did something for 100 because that was when we did the Century Club thing. Well, I, well, I did the Century Club thing. Well, I think one other person did it too, right? Somebody else was there doing it. I can't remember who. But I yeah, want to say someone... it was Ryan. Right? No, I Ryan would have done I know, it again. Ryan, I know Ryan was there, I think, but I don't yeah. know who did it. But I think somebody else did it. Was it Kellen? I feel like one of them did it. Sound like Kellen would have done it again just because. It wasn't no Steve wasn't there for that one. Yeah, someone else did it. I might have to go back to that and listen just to see because I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, and then we did the high pot for whatever episode that was. I don't think that was for a special episode count though, was it? Like that wasn't episode one fifty or anything like that. No, that was just a that was just a random one. We just kept saying we were gonna do it. Yeah, so two fifty we gotta we'll figure out something. So Got to do something for uh, such a milestone, really. Right. So, all right. Well, as always, you can find a podcast uh, on all streaming pra- uh, platforms. If you listen on at, um, iTunes, leave us a rating. Say our shit's great. All that good stuff. You can email us at whatofthepodcast at gmail. Find our Facebook. Um, and you could find our Twitter at whatofthepodcast. And uh, see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.